Today's episode is all about two of my favorite things, bubbles and brunch. And I am hoping they are some of your favorite things as well. Now, if you've listened to me before, you know that I feel that sparkling wines are some of the most underutilized wine styles we have on the planet. So if you love sparkling wines and you love brunch, today I'm sharing some of my favorite pairings, four different styles of sparkling wines that are sure to bring a smile to your face. So if you love sparkling wines and you love brunch, today's episode is for you. And I have lots of pairing ideas. So let's pop cork on this episode, if you will, and dive right in. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Wine Chub Talk. I'm your host, Maya Aaron Rosar, and I'm so happy that you're here with me today. If we haven't met before, it's lovely to have you here, and if we have, welcome back. Now, for those of you who are new, you should know that I've been a professional smile for over 20 years now, and it's my passion and my privilege to make learning about wine not only fun and easy, but also practical, meaning I want to make sure that you feel comfortable and confident shopping for wines, not just for fancy events, but for everyday occasions when you're making memories with family and friends. So I want you to think of me as your very own practical sommelier, and by the end of this episode, you're going to have some real life, ready to use information and pairing ideas that you'll be able to put a menu together quickly and easily. So on that note, let me tell you what we're going to cover today. I'm going to talk about Prosecco and specific pairings for Prosecco. We're going to talk about Champagne, of course, Cava from Spain, and Sparkling Shiraz, which maybe some of you may or may have not had before, and I adore it. And I'm going to give you some specific pairing ideas so that if you haven't had it before, you're going to know how to create delicious pairings with it when you pick up a bottle of it and bring it home. So first, let's start off by talking about why sparkling wines are so food friendly. The first thing is, is that generally sparkling wines have a high acidity. They make your mouth water. When you have a sparkling wine without the bubbles, it's going to be fairly tart in most cases. And that high acidity makes it brilliant when you're having with different food styles because it's going to refresh your palate in between bites. So they're very versatile. They also let the food shine through. They're a wonderful palate cleanser, but we underutilize them so often. We use sparkling wines as a bit of a toast or an aperitif, but we forget that we can serve them through the entire meal. And in today's episode, I'm going to be sharing a whole collection of brunch pairings with you, and you'll see how you could easily pair sparkling wines all the way through the meal, which is a wonderful way to celebrate a spring brunch or any time of the year. So the first sparkling wine I want to talk about is Prosecco. And many of you will know Prosecco. You probably have a favorite. And Prosecco is beautiful and light. It is tank made, meaning that it has no barrel aging. So it's very refreshing and light. And it is designed to be crisp and clear, if you will. And it is a lovely, wonderful wine to have, especially with brunch. It's also one of my favorite bases to make if I'm doing mimosas. Now, a little segue here in regards to a mimosa. Classically, we will say make this with champagne. I will always err on the side of don't use true champagne for making mimosas. Anytime we're going to make a sparkling wine cocktail, I'm a big fan of using Prosecco as the base or Cava, which we're going to speak about later in this episode from Spain. But in regards to the economics of the price point, as well as you're really just looking for some bubbles to add into the juice and some wonderful base, Prosecco is a wonderful wine. It's very neutral in regards to the flavors that it brings to the table, very light and delicate, and it's going to make wonderful baits for any style of mimosa. So 
that was just a little segue there. So let's talk about some delicious pairings. We know Prosecco is light. You can serve Prosecco all the way through, but let me share with you some of my favorite Prosecco pairings for brunch. So depending on if your brunch is a buffet style or you're sitting down, I would start a brunch if we were sitting down with a glass of Prosecco. So let's just say this was a menu to sit down brunch then I would start the menu with a glass of Prosecco and what I would serve with it for this course would be a beautiful fresh fruit platter, if you will. You could also do it with just a bit of a, a light, simple syrup on top of it. So a little bit of sugar sweet on top of that fresh fruit, if you'd like to, just to lift it a little bit, but Monday fruits are sweet enough on their own. You could also just serve with a simple croissant with some lovely fresh preserves is also going to be lovely. Smoked salmon on toast can also work here. So if you just want a little light dish to start off, the Prosecco is be a lovely way to start your brunch dishes. Now let's move on to cava. Now cava is from Spain. Cava is made in the same method as champagne, meaning that all of the bubbles are made actually inside the very bottle that you hold on the table. Now, one of the main differences between cava and champagne is that cava has different age room requirements, and generally cava has less time down, if you will, as it's aging than champagne. So where cava needs to be aged for nine months, champagne on minimum needs to be aged for 15 months. This difference in age means that there is less lees aging. Now, lees are dead yeast, and when we allow the wine to sit in contact with those lees, we get a creaminess to it. It brings a texture to the wine. So there's less lees aging, and the cava is a bit lighter on the palate and a little less creamy, if you will, than traditional champagne. So some beautiful pairings for cava because it will have a bit of lees, but it's still very refreshing, is a wonderful Havel Rancheros. So you have the peppers and the eggs and all of the wonderful flavors that come through and the salsa. And also do chorizo sausage and eggs. If we can pull out some of those Spanish dishes, depending on what you're serving, if you're having some of the spicier sausages, if you will, or frittata with peppers, then cava is really a wonderful wine to serve here. And that lees aging that it does have helps to bring a creaminess to it, especially if we are having some guacamole, which is creamy in texture as well, but you still have that refreshing flavor that comes through in reverse to the palate of the cava. Also wonderful with paella. So if you're having seafood paella, for example, for brunch, cava here, beautiful pairing. Other wonderful pairings here are epinadas with cheese and spinach, or if you're doing a cheese and spinach, tomato, pepper, omelet. So you're having all those flavors in the vegetables. Cava is a wonderful choice. It would be my second course wine, if you will, if we were doing this as a brunch. And just as a note, I'll put all the pairings in today's episode in the show notes below. So if you just like to take a look at the list of everything I'm talking about, the wines and the pairings that I'm talking about will definitely be in the show notes below. So just a little sidebar there that they're there for you. So Cava, wonderful, delicious wine, a little bit of creaminess, but again, very refreshing and lively and light, but definitely one to consider if you are having something with a little bit of pepper or salsa or a bit more of a spicier chorizo or sausage that comes through, the Cava can really bring that to life or any times you have peppers, 
really, really delicious. And so this would be my second sparkling wine in a brunch menu. And if I had to pick a pairing, I would love to do a chorizo and egg breakfast burrito with a little bit of salsa on top. And maybe these are just mini ones, depending on how many courses you're going to have for your brunch. But I think that would be a really nice, just kind of fun bit of flavor into our brunch menu. Now, the next sparkling wine we're going to talk about is we are going to go to Champagne because I'm going to save sparkling Shiraz for last. So beautiful Champagne. It is definitely a classic. It's a wonderful wine. I get asked all the time, what is my favorite wine? I don't have one, but I do have a favorite style. And I'd be very sad if I never had a glass of Champagne again in my life. So Champagne is definitely in my, I would miss bucket. So champagne is definitely on my favorite wine style bucket for sure. But champagne, we talked a little bit about the aging requirements when we talked about cava. And what champagne is going to bring is those finite, beautiful bubbles. Just like cava, all the bubbles are made inside the bottle that you're holding in your hands. And that minimum requirement of the aging of the 15 months on the leaves means that it's going to be creamy and rich. And here's where it's going to be perfect with anything with a hollandaise or a bernays sauce, anything like that where you have butter and some cream sauces mixed in, it's going to be delicious. So champagne, you will have styles that some have been done in oak. Some will be a little bit cleaner, if you will. They won't have any oak contact. And you will be able to read this on the note. If you see on the back label or a description of a champagne where it speaks about vanilla or notes of coconut, those are clues that that champagne has had some time in barrel and they will come through. Now, if you do, do see those notes where they're talking about vanilla, then anytime you have a crust, it's going to work as well. So if you're doing a quiche Lorraine, for example, with a beautiful crust on that quiche, then champagne can be a lovely choice here. But obviously with eggs benedict, it's going to be stunning. Stunning. You have the runny egg, the beautiful hollandaise, the salty ham, the rich biscuit underneath, or the English muffin, however you make it. But it is a wonderful choice. Save us if you're doing one of the croissant casseroles where you put ham and cheese and croissants all in a casserole dish, pour the eggs over top of it and cook it. And then I've seen a lot of people put uh, holidays or Bernays sauce over top of that. Very rich and decadent dish, but true champagne is going to be a wonderful pairing here. And the other important food styles for brunch that I haven't talked about yet is anything with whipped cream. So if you're having waffles, French toast, pancakes and you're putting some syrup maybe a little fruit on top and some whipped cream again champagne you're looking for ideally a wine that has enough weight to hold up to those wonderful decadent dishes of the waffles or pancakes or french toast and the whipped cream on top is going to bring that creaminess into the mix you have the creaminess feel on the mouth with champagne because of that lees aging and it is a delicious way to spread brunch sipping on some champagne and enjoying some delicious waffles, if you will. So those are some pairing ideas for champagne. Now let's talk about sparkling Shiraz. So if you haven't had sparkling Shiraz before, not to worry, I'm going to talk you through what you can expect in the bottle. Now, this is going to be in the sparkling wine section, though I have seen it also dual placed in some wine stores where they also put it in the Australian Isle. So this is a wine style that you may have to ask for at your favorite shop because sometimes it does come and go in reverse to his availability. So keep your eye out for it because it is worth the search, if you will, and you're going to love it when you find it. So if you've enjoyed a beautiful glass of 
still Shiraz, you know that it is big and rich and filled with flavors and aromatics. Now imagine that with beautiful bubbles put inside. And this is a wine that is perfect for anything smoky or with bacon. And what happens with the sparkling Shiraz, because it has some smokiness, some bacon, some red fruit berries coming through, it is delicious with anything we're doing bacon or sausage with. This is the most incredible wine to serve it with. Many times, possibly in Australia, you're going to have brunch on the beach and this is the wine they're going to serve. Now, one of the questions that comes up in regards to service for sparkling Shiraz is you chill it because obviously the bubbles are going to be less volatile. So we're going to chill it and then we're going to play with the temperature of where that sweet spot is in regards to service. So I always recommend chill it like any bottle of sparkling wine. You want to make sure that it is easier to open when we chill the bottles. When we chill the bottle of sparkling wine, then the bubbles become less volatile. But then as it open, when you open it and pour a glass, you're going to see if maybe you're going to serve it a little bit warmer or enjoy it a little bit warmer than you would, let's say, a glass of Prosecco. Because of the aromatics are going to lift out that glass as it gets a little warmer. And so, again, this is a wine for anything bacon, anything with sausage. If you are a vegetarian and you're doing portobello mushrooms, any of those flavors that come through. This is a wonderful, wonderful surprise if you're having brunch to share with your guests to have sort of the, uh, the bacon, uh, the ham, the smokiness that comes through. And or maybe you have a brisket or you've done different things that you're serving. And this would be against the eggs benedict and the champagne i would go back and forth about where i would serve this in regards to our line of which course should be next but sparkling shiraz if you love bacon if you love anything smoked food or you're doing a brisket or you're doing a nice roast beef for your brunch as well and sparkling shiraz is just a bit unique instead of having a beautiful still glass of wine the bubbles are just going to bring a new lively level into your brunch so sparkling shiraz is worth the find it is beautiful and delicious and with a burger with bacon and in classical australian style also have it with an egg and some pickled beets on top it is magical so if you've not had that type of burger before you're going to want to try it with your sparkling Shiraz and it is delicious. So those are my sparkling wine styles and some brunch ideas for spring brunches. So you have a whole bunch of different recipe ideas. Now, if you are having brunch for Easter and you are having some, you're gonna be looking for either a Moscato de Asti in the Italian aisle. So this is going to be slightly risanti and off dry or in the champagne aisle, you're looking to see demi-sec or off-dry on the label of a sparkling wine style. And those sparkling wine styles are going to be delicious, served with those sweet treats that maybe the Easter Bunny has left behind, or if you're having dessert tray with a regular brunch. So let's recap the wine styles that we've talked about on today's episode. I talked through like we were doing a sit-down menu with different sparkling wines for every course. The first thing we talked about was Prosecco, light and lively, great way to start off. Here you can have some fresh fruit, a little bit of salmon on toast, little mini quiches if you wanted to, but this is really wonderful neutral bubble that's going to bring some levity to start your brunch. 
The second course, we talked about having cava and how it's a little bit creamier than Prosecco, but not as full creamy as full creamy or full bodied as champagne, which makes it perfect for if we're doing something with a little bit of flavor, such as sausages or the chorizo or salsa or guacamole. So wonderful choices here. You can also observe if you're doing some paellas or different flavors for your brunch. Next, we talked about champagne and how perfect it is with anything with a hollandaise or a bernays sauce, such as eggs benedict or anything with a beautiful buttery crust. The other thing we talked about for champagne was how wonderfully it pairs with anything with whipped cream, especially if you're having something like waffles or pancakes or beautiful French toast. So it's really going to have enough weight and body to hold up to all of the flavors and the textures menu. And then we talked about sparkling Shiraz. And now you know that it's filled with delicious flavors and a smokiness and a hint of bacon and white pepper in here as well. Gives it a bit of zip and spice. And it is delicious with anything bacon or sausage meaty that way. It is a perfect and delicious and if you haven't had it you are going to love it and i cannot wait to hear what you think about it and then in case you're having some sweet treats as well you're going to be looking for a demi sec on the bottle of sparkling wine to pair with those sweet treats so here you're having an off dry wine or a scattered asti those of you who've listened to me before know that to me it is one of my favorite go-to pairings pairing with sweet treats especially chocolate. And if the Easter Bunny has left behind some of those wonderful little Easter eggs, then Moscato Dasty is definitely a wine you're going to want to keep on hand. So I hope that this episode has inspired you and shown you how versatile sparkling wines can be, but also how you can serve an entire menu just of sparkling wine styles. These wines are so underused and I will completely get on my soapbox and say, please, 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 please try more sparkling wines and see how food friendly they are. Now, as always, if you have any questions about this episode, please feel free to leave a comment below if you're watching on YouTube or email me at hello at winegirlacademy.com. I would love to connect with you as well. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. They come out every Tuesday and you can check in with me through the week as well through TikTok and Instagram at Wine Girl Academy. I'll look forward to seeing you over there on the social channels as well. So on that note, I wanna wish you a wonderful week Cheers to you. Bye now.